0: Welcome back, sports on a Sunday morning, continuing from Jupiter, Florida. What a weekend this has been, sports-wise. We're going to get back into college basketball, soccer, and everything else. But right now, we are visiting with the beat writer for the St. Louis Post Dispatch. He is Derek Gould. As we are outside the Cardinals clubhouse, another day in South Florida.
1: Yeah, the the weather's kind of been in reverse here, hasn't it? Usually, the closer you get to opening day, you start feeling like it's a microwave all around you, but. Uh, today. It's a little cooler, a little uh, a little early February type of feel to it, and of course we're
0: going to the icebox that is Clover Park or whatever Port St. Lucie's name is now. That's right. They change it constantly, and it is chilly by Florida standards up in Port St. Lucie. That's for sure. Cardinals it's, taking on the Mets.
1: It's not chilly by soccer standards, though, as I'm reminded that like it was snow flurries, right, as the uh, as city went to 4-0.
0: It was crazy to see that. So you've been experiencing this already. Just your thoughts on what this means for St. Louis. They're 4 and It's
1: amazing. It's really incredible. Um, It speaks to the fact, probably mostly, that they took advantage of the extra time they had, and also that they have a clear style of play. That is going to help them close the gap on more established teams, maybe even teams that have, you know, greater talent. Um, just where they have experience, I think, is showing up too. Like where they went and got experienced players with a striker and a goaltender who know kind of the league, know the kind of talent level, um, and can play above that. I, I think it's just, I think it's remarkable. It's it's certainly what what the city deserves. I mean, a, a soccer city, USA that has an unbeaten, untied team to set a record for a start to an MLS franchise's history, but also the last unbeaten, untied team standing in the MLS season. It's, it's remarkable, and what entertaining style of soccer they're playing.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, they've forced the league now to figure out how to stop them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've, right. they've turned the tables on on, the, on MLS. It's amazing. City is 4-0. How how would you define this Cardinals team? How good are they? I mean, they're good enough to win the division, and then what is what fans want to know?
1: They are. Let's let's take a road game. Okay, so they're on the road. They are very good from the beginning to the end of that game. They are very good in the top of the first inning, and they are quite set for the bottom of the ninth inning. Um, it's how they get between those two things that I think is is a is an open question, particularly how they get through those those first five innings. Um, You know, this offense is enough to carry um, a rotation. This bullpen is good enough to shorten games. So it's that, that squeeze right there in the middle. What does the rotation give them? What does the rotation give them? And how does the pitch clock factor into that? How does the defense help them? Um, You know, the Cardinals are going to have a superb offense by any measure, whoever's in it, they're going to have a superb offense. Wilson Contreras is going to change the look of the lineup um, and just kind of give a a rocket booster that could send Nolan Arenado hurtling towards an MVP-type season. Goldschmidt already has an MVP season. Um, You know, they're going to have on-base percentage ahead of those guys. I mean, it it could be a very flexible, um, even, and I I use this word cautiously, dynamic lineup um, with the pieces that they have. Um, The bullpen, you know, you're going to see probably by the end of the season, 13, 14 different arms kind of cycle through there, all with some kind of ability to, to be a factor in the major leagues, um, whether it's uh, the, the shape of their slider, the effectiveness of the slider, the velocity that they're bringing, the movement on their fastball, those type of things, Tom. Um, you know, they have the ingredients in the bullpen to, to really have some excellent options um, and some pitchers that grow into late-inning options, not to mention the guys that they already have there and Ryan Helsley, who I believe has struck out the Grapefruit League um, this spring. And then you have Gallegos. Um, you know, Zach Thompson is a very fascinating lefty and could quickly pitch his way into high-leverage lefty spots as a setup guy. Um, so they have those pieces. The, the, the question that you just keep circling back to is, okay, so top of the first they're going to throw out a really good offense that's going to test the starter right from the beginning. Back, you know, back end of the game they're going to have bullpens, to sh- arms to shorten it. It really comes down to how do the starters provide the innings that are necessary, how do they do that consistently, and how do they not um, weather
0: the bullpen so that it costs them you know, every other series. You know, the last couple days we've seen great performances out of Matthew Liberator and Taylor Motter and Mason Wynn, and it's an interesting time for Cardinals fans to process because I'm not sure any of those three make the team. Right. Uh, you know, but we know that there will be – a chance for them with depth perhaps with the Cardinals or you know who knows for another club but with not in Wynn's case but in in Motter's case perhaps uh, but there are some big decisions to make here for this team how do you see that and let's start with Jordan Walker yeah Jordan Walker has
1: definitely risen to the opportunity um, they wanted to clear a way for him to play his way on to the team and he has done everything asked of him, as particularly in games and then in the you know, behind and in the backfields during this stretch as well. Um, you know, his the his adapt the accelerated nature of his adaptation to the level is was very impressive. Like as he got his timing, as he started seeing Major League pitching, Major League pitchers, guys who had background, um, you know, just his his adaptation to that and how quickly he took to it and even how he did it within games, it really stands out, and that speaks well to what the Cardinals were looking for. Um, you know, he's made strides defensively. so they feel like that that is something that he can play. You know, one of the questions that they'll have to ask. and this is where maybe like down the road Mason Wynn has an edge that we should talk about is that you know, if Jordan Walker struggles offensively, are there still ways for him to be in the lineup? And that's one of the things, like, he's not going to be always the DH and have everything on, like, his offensive production. But can he still be in the lineup, or does the does the playing time suddenly, like, shrink and vanish if he struggles offensively? How do they assure that he can play through those struggles and not, like, have it lead to the fact that he's just going to be on the bench? You think back to, like, say, Colton Wong a little bit, um, who came up, playing great but the offense really struggled and so to get playing time he was removed from the team sent down Memphis because there was no reason to have him on the bench when he could just stall his development that's something that the Cardinals have to take into account with Mason his defense is such somewhat like Colby Rasmus in center field Mason's defense is such Tom that he could continue making a difference defensively in the majors while that offense adjustment happens. You know, there are things that Mason does that, you know, quote unquote, to use the cliche, don't slump. You know, speed doesn't slump. The defense doesn't slump. Um, he can make a difference in games that way so that when he arrives, you can see that like, he can play through and still impact games while there's an offensive adjustment, while there's an offensive learning curve. With Jordan, it's going to be more like, okay, how, how narrow, how small is that learning curve? How short are the slumps? How short
0: are the offensive um, like, glitches so that he you know, can continue to be in the majors? Derek Gould is with us outside the Cardinals clubhouse. Just a couple of things left. Tonight, Adam Wainwright starts against Cuba. Big start for Team USA. Big start for Adam. Big start for the Cardinals, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what a game,
1: right? I mean, in Miami, uh, Cuba with their national team. But for the first time, there's some major league players on it. Uh, Team USA coming coming off just that rousing win, Trey Turner's, grand slam um you know the cardinals hitters arenado and goldschmidt have been all over this tournament for for team usa as you'd expect i mean they're in the middle of everything they're in the middle of the lineup There, are i know this will come as a complete and utter shock to you is a defensive wizard um uh, <laughs> i didn't realize i'm saying that on st louis radio but he's just changing games with his glove and uh you know i i think uh you know, it is a huge game. It's a big game for Adam Wainwright. It's a completely and utterly baffling turn of events that Miles Michaelis might be the best starter for Team USA. I mean, I don't even know if you need the might be. I mean, he's probably the best starter on that team, and he threw two innings in a mercy run game. What? What exactly... What is what are they waiting for? What 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 exactly do they need him to do that he's not starting this game? And that's not to take anything away from Wainwright. That's just to say everything about Michaelis. You know, you got your best pitcher, and you know you are voluntarily putting him out of the equation, so that he only throws two innings in a game where what he was getting his work in. I, I think he's thrown more pitches in the bullpen in sim games than. In the games, And while the Cardinals are like, cool, you know, fine, protect sure. them. But, I mean, that's not what he went to Team USA for, and it's just very odd.
0: No, definitely not. He was up here uh, visiting the training staff and hanging out for a day before. Wearing his Cardinal <laughs> uniform. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, it's good to see some of the guys coming back. Uh, Miles has more work to do, or does he? I don't know. You know, yeah. we'll see. Um, finally, before we go, as the clubhouse opens to us and we're going to talk to some of the guys, but what do you have in the post-dispatch as we get close to opening day?
1: Yeah, a week from today, when we're we're talking, we'll run the special section. Um, so you know, a season preview, the annual um, award-winning season preview section. Um, you, you know, usually uh, every year it gets a gets a nod from. The APSE is one of the better preview sections or better special sections out there. Um, so that'll have uh, the position by position breakdown of the Cardinals by Lynn Worthy this year. Um, I'll have a cover story about <laughs> about the changing nature of the National League and where the Cardinals can find an edge in an, in a league where payrolls are mushrooming and you know the Mets slow no, show no sign of stopping. Um, the Atlanta has spent so much to keep its team together. Um, you know, it's just a it's a fascinating time in the National League, where it's kind of experiencing what the AL East did there for a while. Um, so, how do the Cardinals keep up in that? And then uh, also a story on Wilson Contreras that I'm working on that I, I think is going to be really fascinating. Just some some of the things that he uh, just had a long talk with him. Um, uh, not not about you know coming to the Cardinals, but about what what being a Cardinal offers him and what he's already learned and why he chased
0: being a Cardinal so much. Well, I always appreciate your work there and your time on KMOX. We very much appreciate it. Thank you.
1: This has been great, Tom. Thank you very much. Enjoy Derrick, your
0: day, Derek. Old you too on sports on a Sunday morning. Don't miss Matt Zimmerman, Arkansas radio analyst, is going to join us next live on KMOX. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,